0: Welcome back to Talks News, your only source to right-wing fundamentalist beliefs. So this is a little bonus episode. Uh, Just dropping it. It's going to be a little bit shorter because I'm not going to go into this whole interview video. But it comes from Unite America First. And I've seen a couple of their videos, but they definitely seem to steep into the idea that Democrats are demons who harvest children and pedophilia. Um, not necessarily true. I'm sure there's some pedophiles in the democratic party as there probably is in the Republican party because pedophiles are everywhere. Um, but it's a conspiracy theory that kind of even came from like the QAnon stuff. Um, that Donald Trump was sent by God to uh, capture all the corrupted and evil demon-crats, as they put it. And uh, Unite America First has been a channel that's popped up in my uh, feed for a while. And they also usually res- like, record a lot of the Trump rallies or even protests, so that's like where a lot of their viewership comes from. This video in itself, I think, only has 5,500 views. But still, I think it's significant enough because it is a thought that is moving throughout the Republican Party, whether it's fringe or not. So that's what we got. Just a little bit of it. We're not going to do the whole thing. Um, I just did like an hour's worth on, uh, you know, Ted Cruz and Matt Walsh. So we're going to do this just for a little cherry on top on the Wednesday. And then tomorrow we'll be back with uh, Yuval Noah Harari's Sapiens Brief History of Humankind so let's just dive right into it for a little little snack for you uh uh, political uh voyeurs
1: okay so i have a special guest with me today this young man he has been doing a lot i've known him for a couple years now ever since the movement started you know for a lot of black people to show up and start supporting president trump start supporting this country And stop saying that the country is not doing anything for black people. But it has nothing to do with color. What we're going to talk about today are the evils of the left and how the left is trying to destroy the country and how they're all supporting this crazy stuff and how we as Americans need to all come together, regardless of your nationality, your complexion, your sex, come together as Americans to fight. So this young man I'm talking about is magnificent. This man, he has a YouTube...
0: So the uh oh and I had the volume too low, I apologize for that. But uh the you know, whole idea that the as long as you're American, we need to come together, but don't be leftist, that's that's a bit fascism. Fascism is a reactionary to leftist movements, and so if the left is truly growing in the United States and he says, As long as you're American but not left, you're okay with me, um, that's kinda fashy. It's a little fashy. And to paint leftists as uh, demons or those who want to destroy the country, enemies of the state, it's, that's also fascist. Um, so.
1: To channel, I'm gonna put the YouTube channel up for us here later. Um,
0: I- and if you're not watching the YouTube video and you're, uh, hearing this on your favorite podcast streaming network, uh, platform, sorry, shouts out to anchor for being the best. Um, He's wearing a shirt that says, Jesus is my savior above an American flag. So just, I don't know. Not sure why it's important, but I thought it might be.
1: I will put a link to his YouTube channel in the description of the YouTube video that you're watching right now. I will put his link in there as well. So without further ado, let's bring on Mike. He's also, he also works with Right Side Broadcasting. What's going on, Mike? Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, it's awesome, awesome. You know, I've been watching a lot of stuff that you've been doing, and I'm really, really excited that you had the opportunity.
0: There are three American flags on screen right now. Not important, just, just letting you know in case you're not watching it on YouTube.
1: Opportunity, I have the opportunity to even work with Right Side Broadcasting, and I seen they're making a lot of noise. So, one of the things that I wanna get into is how Biden just did this executive order, how he reversed President Trump from acknowledging a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Everyone's talking about that. And I want to get your take on how they're calling all of...
0: And yet again, that's out of context. Um, Biden is merely allowing transgender people to be... Uh, I don't know, further accepted into society, even though in the culture, especially right wing culture, social conservatives aren't going to just accept it. But uh, Biden did pass an executive order mainly for his, uh, you know, his government to acknowledge the existence of trans people and also to uh, crack down on discrimination against transgendered people.
1: Of us that, you know, love this country, domestic terrorists because we don't go with the left so but before we do that tell everyone what you've been doing and a little bit more about yourself and about right right side broadcasting what the
0: fuck that was a horrible way that was a horrible segue like this is what i want to talk about but first tell me about yourself like why didn't you just start with tell me about yourself and then after he did that say well here's what i want to get into with you that was a very strange way to operate this interview
1: what you're doing and what's what does it look like for the future for you
0: I'm doing like nitpicking at this point. I'm like everything that's wrong with Unite the uh, Unite America First video. I'm the everything what's that's wrong channel now. And uh, th- that's not what I'm supposed to be here doing. It's merely the ideas I should be focusing on and not how he conducts his interviews. But that's me nitpicking.
2: Absolutely. Well, thanks. First and foremost, thanks for having me on. It's a it's a great honor to be on your channel. Like you said, we met a few years ago and I've been a fan of your stuff your content. Um, I uh, grew up in Colorado, lived in Minnesota for about three years, well, about five years, and I moved to Florida recently, so I've only been in Florida about three years, which is when I got into politics. I started a YouTube channel where I was going to Trump rallies down here. He held several rallies, and uh, I just did my own version of what Right Side Broadcasting does. I just interviewed the crowd, interviewed the line, just showed the crowd, and uh, Right Side discovered me they brought me on as a correspondent and the rest was history so i'm happy to be where i'm at it's been great it's been a tremendous opportunity um what i've been doing recently is just trying to stay afloat you know everything is kind of up in the air in limbo they they're cracking down hardcore rsbn has been um suspended from both our twitter and our youtube account so right now we're in the process of migrating to alt tech platforms. so we're on Gap, we're on uh we're on uh, what's the other one? I forget the name of it, but, uh, we're on
0: here's the thing though, is that like, it's like him not giving context to why their channels got, uh, brought down by platforms is just like feeding into the narrative of conservatives being targeted for merely being conservatives when there's probably a specific strike against their account that has more to deal with. uh Why? Um, but we're not going to get that because in the right wing world, uh, things happen in a vacuum events come in and out and there's no, um, There's nothing that connects these events. It's just merely happening, and there's nothing we can do about it. The authoritarianism. (laughs) Cloud
2: Cloud Hub, I think is the name of it. Sorry. Cloud Hub, we're on Gab, we are on Telegram, we're everywhere that uh, the big tech overlords don't want us to be, and we're going to continue to grow and expand. But in the meantime, I'm just doing everything I can on my channel to stay afloat.
0: I mean, if they didn't want you to be there, I don't think they would be suspending and banning your accounts to where like moderate like those other platforms that he named have such little amount of moderation that almost all forms of speech are allowed on them, even if they incite violence or, you know, political violence or anything like that. So cool. All right. You can you can go chill there since they don't really have TOS that uh, says certain forms of speech are harmful, but you know, if you're participating on a website that does say that certain forms of speech are harmful and then you, uh, I don't know, participate in that, uh, then, you know, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I mean, same thing here. Actually, Facebook suspended my account and they said that I have what, 30 days to try to appeal it. If I thought something was wrong, Well, I tried to appeal it because they didn't even give me a reason for suspending my account. And they said after 30 days that my account would just be completely deleted, no recovery, no review, no nothing. So I tried to appeal it and they said this account cannot be reviewed. And I'm like, this is crazy. So what happened to what happened to, you know, doing the right thing here? I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't go against their community standards, but you know, they did it anyways. Well, I just happened to look at it. I basically have to take his words
0: for it for right now, what he's saying. Um, But, uh, yeah, it seems that they participated in the Stop the Steal post that went on, and Facebook did start cracking down on that around the time that uh, the insurrection happened. Um, But they're not a big enough news channel for me to find out what had happened. Um, But it does seem that their Facebook is up, hold on. Yeah, no, their, their YouTube, their, their Facebook is all up. So it's not brought down. This, uh, when did this video drop? So I'm saying is like right-wingers playing victimhood when it just doesn't even exist. Oh, it was streamed 15 hours ago. Were they reinstated in between then? Cause I'm looking at the Facebook page and you're looking at it with me too on the YouTube channel. Um all the videos are here. Uh this one's called The Left Pushing War in America. Question mark. Uh this one's called In 20 Is 2021 the End of America? Like this is fear-mongering-based headlines too. Uh the sound of the trumpet, January 6th, 2021, but that video is from December 29th. So, I don't know, there's big gaps between when their videos came out too, so that could be an indication of um, them having deleted some posts that maybe did break the TOS. So, uh, very interesting here, because they said it's brought down, but it's not, and you can still click the Shop Now button if you want to uh, buy merch from Unite America First and keep their uh, right-wing propaganda going. Very interesting.
1: Yesterday, and lo and behold my my account is back oh okay there it is i mean so it's like i don't know if they if it was a glitch or or what but that was pretty it was pretty crazy and the, the crazy part about it is that like i really wasn't even missing it to be honest with you if that's because <laughs> yeah i mean seriously uh you know because facebook they not really I mean, I, for not, not
0: really missing it that's uh that's pretty funny he didn't put a video recently there's no video recently on here but i feel like that they're probably being a bit more safe with the stuff that they're uploading onto facebook after getting a strike for tos violations so uh just want to highlight that their last one on facebook was about a week ago
1: um yeah uh, the one thing that i did miss and I have to be honest, is that the connections, the friends that I made, um, my friends in the past. That's you know I connected through them to to people in the past through Facebook, you know, and every now and then I'll talk to them, and that was the like the the worst of it. And you know, it's just crazy that we even have to even talk about the censorship like this and what they're doing to all of us.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, I've had the same thing happen to me uh, about a week ago. Facebook. They shut down. I was actually in the middle of browsing the news feed on my personal profile. I kept my magnificent fan page separate where I could post about politics. And then I had my personal profile where I never post about anything. So I was on my personal profile reading, catching up on posts. And all of a sudden it shut down. And then I got an email saying that my account has been marked for uh, permanent termination. I don't know what they how exactly they worded it. But they said that I violated their their um, community guidelines, but I never got a strike. I've never been in Facebook jail. And not only that, that
0: that is the strike. So, I mean, obviously, again, context being removed in order to pursue either an agenda or self-interest. And it's just like it's not it's not being argued in good faith. So like it would to argue this in good faith would to provide the emails and any of the evidence that you would have to show that your uh, strike is unjustified. But that's not what we're doing here. We're here building victimhood and oh, don't tread on me.
2: Took down my Instagram account. And uh, so those are all gone. So my personal account, my my fan page and my Instagram have all been marked for deletion and they said, in 30 days, it will be permanently disabled and I can appeal it. So I sent an appeal, but I haven't heard anything back.
0: But I'm sure it, it it's the same thing that YouTube does for a lot of their their channels is that they'll strike you and take down your channel like uh, temporarily so that you can remove the content that is in that question. So again, he has emails, he has evidence. And of course, like Facebook does everything by the book in order to cover their ass at least through litigation so facebook probably has the 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 proof in the pudding that they need in order to actually permanently shut down their channel if that is the action that they're going to pursue whereas what we're getting here is face value this is what's happening to me
1: well at least you got an email i didn't even get an email i didn't get nothing (laughs) and they just had the little thing saying to go to go here to the to the i think the community standards page and you know you can try to i have a facebook
0: account or like a page that i don't really uh uh keep track of anymore just because it's like I don't know I'm not very interested in Facebook I'm sure it could help in some ways but not very interested I think it's called like your friendly neighborhood knowledge plug or something like that and I got flagged on it once because I posted a picture of American soldiers taking down a Nazi flag and it said that these are the real anti-fascists and it got marked because it had the Nazi flag in it I appealed it and within like 24 hours the post was put back up Uh, they let me know what it was, why it was, and how I could appeal it. These guys pretending to have absolutely no idea what's going on with their stuff. Come on,
1: come on, come on, appeal it there, but it wouldn't even let me do it. It says this account can't even be reviewed, but for some reason it just automatically came back. I wonder why. I wonder why they, you know, they reinstated a lot of these accounts, because even on the Epic Times, they were talking about that that they, they did 70, 70 plus thousand accounts. Just wipe 70,000 plus accounts out. And, you yeah. know, I even
0: they probably did it through keywords um, that, you know, most of these bands probably came through an algorithm and those who were appealed had um, had a broader view looked upon but I'm sure it was mostly algorithm and keywords that they targeted certain accounts for certain actions.
1: I have, um, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I shouldn't say it, but, um, uh, uh, the, uh, I have a, one of those VR headsets. <laughs>
2: Virtual reality. <laughs>
1: yeah. And the, the crazy thing is, it's the, the Oculus, what it's called. And you, you have to connect it to a Facebook account if you want to do some of the, the special features that come with it and stuff like that. And I'm like, it was actually a gift. You know, it was actually a gift. And I connected. Sure, it was a very expensive
0: gift. I'm going to go fast forward a bit. Just because we're not really talking of anything substance. And I only wanted this to be a short episode, so we're just going to skip ahead into their conversation, into hopefully something much more interesting than, oh, my oppressed platforming rights. Oh god, they don't let me have my free speech on private company platforms. Oh boy, oh cool. So I'm, I'm going to skip ahead. This is, uh, this is numbing my brain. I want to get to something exciting, enthralling, provocative. It seems though that the buffer is having a bit of an issue so what if we try refreshing the page yes 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 What well, oh there comes the issue very interesting hasn't happened a while in a while on on talks news here but uh the internet beeth down it hasn't happened a wh- in a while wow um let's see my computer is loading disrespectfully so let's try disconnecting from the internet oh wow this is i remember when this happened like multiple episodes in a row and i was literally dying so let's see if we can secure a network here checking network requirements man that that sucks that we only got into the uh my my free speech rights are being oppressed uh, I was hoping that we were going to get more into how uh, demon are coming for you. Oh man, checking network requirements, checking no internet received, huh? Interesting says i have no internet and yet it's still trying to load
1: but before we do huh. that. Tell everyone what you've been doing and a little I, bit more honestly, about yourself and about Right right Side Broadcasting, what you're doing, and what's, look, what does it look like for the future for you?
0: I honestly don't know how it's loading right now. It says I don't have internet, but it's loading. Currently
2: in. Here we go. And I do believe that it is a select minority of people that actually buys this stuff. Go to any black community, for example, let's just talk about the black community. Go to any black neighborhood in America right now. And ask them what they think about Biden's executive order for these gender blurring the lines, this nonsense. Go talk to any black person in the ghetto. You go to Baltimore, go to Chicago, go to Memphis, Tennessee, and ask them what they think of that. They'll reject it quicker. You hear what I'm saying? Like, people don't want to, people aren't buying this. You go talk to the average person, you could pick a random person out of a crowd, and they don't agree with this, they think it's nonsense.
0: I can't agree with that, Um, but I wouldn't also be, I I, I wouldn't doubt that, like, like, transphobia is a thing in the black community, especially with, like, how homophobic, like, rap music has been, or, you know, a lot of, yeah, just, you know, um, I I base most of my stuff, uh, most of my knowledge on black culture through (laughs) hip-hop. But a lot of them, a lot of rap songs tend to focus in on misogyny and homophobia, so transphobia would not be surprised by, Um, uh, but this, of course, has to be followed by, like, a broadening of, uh, information, access to information and knowledge on the subject of transgendered people. But let's also acknowledge here that black trans women are murdered at a higher rate than most trans people, so, um that's that's something to highlight there i'm all for trans rights and uh we're definitely working into integrating them into society um much more acceptably but of course we have elements that are very religious who are against this idea even though transgender people have existed for hundreds of years
1: yeah i mean it is nonsense 100 percent, 100 percent. what do you think is going to happen with with biden doing all of these executive orders i mean because i mean the numbers that he is the the executive orders that he has signed 30 plus. i think so far is is way above any other person that's been in the white house to my understanding now
0: and i've seen on twitter like and reddit how how like how biden has had more executive orders than any president in in history, especially during their first week in office. But executive orders are directives. They're not law. So for them to keep perpetuating this idea of a dictatorship is just asinine. I like what I actually see through Biden's executive orders is completely redirecting as much of like all the four years of executive orders that trump put forward and redirecting them all as quickly as possible and most of executive orders really only deal with directives and um basically actions within the government not necessarily anything that extends outward outside of the, the 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 government itself so um it's really just biden creating priorities for his federal government to take action on um, so for them to constantly perpetuate this idea of a dictatorship when it's actually part of the constitution, uh, it's dumb. It's really dumb. It's just the the thing that I usually worry about when it comes to executive orders. If it tries to overreach what the actual uh, object or like what the actual um, you know purpose or even scope of power for executive orders, that I tend to worry about. Um, But like executive orders in themselves are not inherently bad. They're directives for the federal government to follow from their CEO. It's like a memo.
1: And I could be wrong on that. I just saw someone put information out there earlier. But I mean, he's signing executive orders to try to reverse all of the positive things that President Trump has done for this country.
0: Like bar transgender people from military service.
1: And Biden is not for black people. And like we mentioned earlier, how he's creating this division between black and white people. What do you what do you think America looks like six months from now and with them demonizing white people the way they are? I mean, there's there's a movement and I've been talking about it for for years and I've even heard you mention it before.
0: He literally that- calls Democrats demon crats. Uh, that's that's the literal definition of demonizing. Uh, the demonizing of white people, not sure where that's coming from. Um, most of the left just wants white people to start acknowledging, and I'm not talking about Biden. I'm talking about actual elements of real leftism in this country, wanting white people to at least acknowledge their white privilege and what that means for the past 200 years of history in this country. Um, that's not demonization. That's really having a subsect or a, a, a section of this population recognize their, um, their uh, intersectionality, you know, and that's something that they're also against. They're against critical race theory and the understanding of insert- I- I- class intersectionality throughout this country. Like, the, like most of the right wing is so un- like against class consciousness that it's just it. The only way to combat class consciousness is to by insert class ignorance and to think that these uh institutions are targeting you for uh y- y- your your whiteness. Um, so that's, again, I'm reaching immaturity levels because like, what can I use to actually counteract this without actually having to drag them back to reality?
1: How they're attacking white people and making white people look like they're just bad just simply because. What the fuck?
0: Wow. They, they poorly edited their stream cause it's somehow cut to him just looking at his boards and editing that was a weird pause so i'ma fast forward a little bit because he's editing the interview in this segment wow (laughs) if you watch this on youtube talks news on youtube you can see him like in 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 the screen right to his right is the interview that we are now experiencing so it's him editing like this Came off as a live stream, too. It says it was streamed 15 hours ago. They streamed a broadcast. This isn't even actually live. And the, the, wow, the mask accidentally fell off. Cool.
1: All right. I apologize for that, everyone. I'm not sure what happened.
0: Me either. <laughs> Me it's just either. like,
1: yeah. <laughs> But anyways, we're back. I think we, uh, I'm every- not going
0: to judge him for his technical difficulties. I have tons on Tox news. Obviously we my internet just went down for like two minutes. So do you boo boo do you, but that was funny. That was really funny.
1: Recover here. Okay. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Mike, um, kind of completely threw me off. <clears throat> um, I think we were, you know, I guess they don't like the fact that two black males are talking about. You know, the the left attacking white people (laughs) and demonizing white people.
0: Oh, my God. He had a technical difficulty and he's blaming it on the deep state for interrupting his live stream. That was obviously because somebody like one of his engineers or he accidentally pushed a button. That is amazing. Like they wouldn't. Wow. Wow. This conversation is so radical that they tried to shut it down. This is powerful stuff. <laughs> my internet went out and I didn't sit here and go, "Oh man, the deep state's trying to shut down my 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 engaging thought." No, it's it's and it's down right now, which is even funny. Um no, like I just have shitty internet provided by Xfinity, which has failed me multiple times on this podcast. But wow, the fact that that happened and then he proceeded to blame non-existing actors for shutting down his his wow wow i i am amazed i applaud you sir
1: and that's what that's the last thing we were talking about before we just all of a sudden whatever the powers would be whatever did what they did but um what do you what do you think is going to happen in the next six months in america if if we continue going
0: It couldn't have been a technical difficulty issue. It was the deep state. It was the powers that be trying to shut down this revolutionary thought. Oh my fucking God. I love this channel. I am coming back for
1: more down the path that we're going on with all these executive orders.
2: Well, what I think is we're going to have more people open their eyes because Trump is not in the way there's no Republicans to blame in the house or the Senate. Democrats have full reign over this country. So therefore,
0: and this is one thing me and the right wing populists agree on is that the Democrats are responsible for everything that happens going forward in regards to the federal government. And Bernie Sanders has said it now that Democrats are in power, they need to fucking use it. And I agree. They better be doing some cool shit or they will face the ire of not only the right wing fully radicalizing people, but the opportunity for the far left to pull people into socialist and communist and anarchist ideas. So they really need to watch what the fuck they do, because this is a position of uh, uh, that will either lend to another Donald Trump presidency or his successor, or it will lend to a much more radical movement that will actually help working class and vulnerable people in this country. That is one thing that I will agree with this fringe broadcast
2: anything that happens is on their dime on their watch
0: it's not on their dime uh we're still paying taxes but yes i agree democrats should be held accountable at this point going forward for everything that happens the 15 dollars minimum wage dope uh if we can do more for medicare for all dope. If we can completely reunite the families who were separated and find the parents of the children who were taken, dope. But also too, we have to really get this pandemic under control. And that doesn't mean just reopening the economy with more masks. That's not going to be it. That's not going to be enough. This is a super contagious virus. So uh, Democrats, you are being watched and you need to do what you need to do in order to make sure that in 2022, you don't lose vast seats in the Senate and House again.
2: And they're going to be exposed. So with these executive orders, people are going to wake up and see, for example, the executive order he, he signed that ends the Keystone Pipeline. Well, that makes us more dependent on Middle Eastern oil. Therefore, gas prices will go up.
0: Not really. We're the largest exporter of oil on the the planet right now. We already have tremendous amounts of oil. My ideal would to actually be continuing to sell that oil and then further the development of sustainable renewable energy. But unfortunately, that oil is going to be sold to get more oil to sell. Womp, womp, womp.
2: Also have more military intervention in the Middle East. That's something that's going to hurt the average American. They're going to say, wait a minute. Why are gas prices up all of a sudden? And I'm talking about the people who just don't pay attention to politics at all. They're just humming along in life. They pay attention, they say, "Man, which if
0: we had good politics, then like nobody would need to pay attention because the politics is supposed is doing what it's supposed to do, which is protect uh respect and fulfill your human and civil rights." And if it did that completely effectively, there would be no reason to actually watch these people. But unfortunately, we have people in positions of power that merely seek out political agendas for political parties and also self interest. So then we do have to keep an eye on them.
2: And gas prices were really low over the past couple of years. Now why are they up and they're going to look at Biden and say, well, what happened? Because gas prices were at historic lows under President Trump. At least in my lifetime, they were extremely low. I'm, I know back in the day they were. Yeah, in your much-
0: lifetime. But yeah, like way back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, we oil was much cheaper. Much cheaper, especially since we had a much higher supply of it. Oil is a finite resource. We need to move to sustainable, renewable.
2: Much lower. But under President Trump, the gas prices were really low. Under Biden, they're going to go up. You know, The
0: only reason why they gone really low is because Obama had put it in the process for America to become the greatest exporter of oil. So it wasn't necessarily anything that Trump had done. And the unfortunate thing, too, is that Trump and I think the UAE and Russia had both agreed to... Um, reduce the amount of oil they would produce so that's actually going to affect us longer down the line um so if you actually see prices increase that's mainly because of that deal right there where they all these countries agreed to reduce the amount of oil that they would produce so it's not necessarily just a biden issue with the
2: uh with him rolling back the the border wall construction okay that incentivizes more illegal immigrants to come here that green lights ms-13 to get started back up no it doesn't you're going to have more fentanyl coming back over you're going to have more
0: most of our fentanyl comes from china
2: drug overdoses crime is going to go up more it's these executive orders that he signed that put people out of work Put people-
0: and that's that anti-immigration xenophobia that thinks that as soon as we get more immigrants, crime goes up. But the data doesn't support that either. Is that actually immigrants commit less crimes than domestic citizens? There is a study on that. There's data out there.
2: People in a financial situation that's more difficult with their day-to-day life, like I said, with gas prices, you know, now this $15 an hour minimum wage bill that they're pushing. Mm-hmm. He said, I think I heard today He said it'll take until about 2025 for it to happen. Well, a lot of people
0: well, and that's the thing. The executive order was about increasing federal pay. So that was for the government to increase their minimum wage to $15, the, the, the federal employees, uh, the house introduced a bill that would increase, uh, minimum wage up to $15 by 2025, which again, that should have started a while ago. Um, so like I'm not applauding Democrats for that. That was it's honestly pretty weak. I don't know if we could move the timeline further without seriously harming the job market and the market itself. But it should have been fifteen dollars ten years ago.
2: People thought that that would happen instantly. And then when you raise the cost, when you raise the minimum wage, the cost of living goes up because what's a business owner going to do? They're going to pass that expense off to the consumer.
0: And is that ethically right for a company that makes $129 billion a year? Is that ethically right for them to increase their uh, prices for their um, products so that they can continue making uh, vast amounts of profit? That's money that goes into the pockets of capitalists. Is that ethically right in, in response to raising the money that goes into the pockets of laborers? I would argue no that they should be willing to reduce the amount of money that the few at the top earn so that more at the bottom can earn. So uh, that argument, it is much more difficult for small businesses to do so. But uh, major businesses really don't have an excuse.
2: If somebody owns a grocery store and the government's going to force them to pay $15.
0: I would be really interested in a uh, grocery store that's a small business um and how many of those are actually left i know of a few like hispanic ones like uh, carnesia how do you say it carnesieras um but like major most most uh grocery stores at this point are pretty big
2: an hour minimum wage they're gonna have to make up that that money somehow and it's more likely not going to come in the form of layoffs cutting people's hours automation
0: and for big business that's so that they can keep uh large profits uh, Small businesses, I think if we were to go that route, we would want to kind of subsidize some of those wages to help them pay for it if they are incapable of doing so. Um, but uh, profiting is taking the surplus value that is created from the labor and keeping it in the hands of very few people. So it just it's the continued exploitation work of uh, the people that are at the bottom of the hierarchy. And... um. And we're blaming them for the greed of the capitalists who want to continue making more money than they did the year or quarter before. So um, throwing them under the bus for the capitalists to make money because they would, would lay off people so that they can continue to make money. It's not a very populist or working class value. It's uh, it's the opposite.
2: Or passing the expense off to the consumer. We're just going to charge more for milk. We'll charge more for bread, a dozen eggs. It's these kinds of things that are going to neutralize the $15 an hour minimum wage, which is just the government artificially trying to manipulate society. It doesn't work that way.
0: The government already did that by not raising the minimum wage alongside uh, production levels. So production has increased massively and so has profits for companies, but the minimum wage has stagnated for over 10 years. And so if it actually had gone with inflation, um, and, uh, the, the rise of production levels, we actually would be getting 24 to $25 per hour. That's if it had actually moved alongside with the times, but it hadn't, it was stagnated by the federal government who manipulated that. So, um, yeah. Cool, dude. Cool. You you are so for the working class that you will argue they should continue being paid subsistent living wages with the rise of uh, living standards being higher anyways.
2: It never has. It never will. So I think it's those kinds of things that they're seeing the government have a heavy handed approach is just going to have a backlash. It's going to backfire just like just just about like everything else they do it backfires on them. So I just think more and more people are gonna get frustrated and we're gonna find ourselves right back in the same boat where people are looking for the next Trump. They're looking for the next political outsider, the next populist, the next America first candidate.
0: Yeah, the populist who fights for you to earn wages below a living standard, cool. Um, Yeah, that's all I'm going to get into with these fringe guys. I thought they were going to get more uh, fundamentalists and talk about demon crats, but this is just uh, repetitive right wing jargon. Um, So that's going to be it for today's little bonus episode. Um, Yeah, Jesus. Like, how how can you fight against the, the, the interests of working families and, like, argue that they shouldn't have um, better, higher wages to pay their bills, but also that they shouldn't have Medicare for all? Like, there's just there's just so much to it that's actually fundamentally anti-civilian, anti-citizen, anti-American deep down into it and totally pro-capitalist because profits over everything. Am I right? I'm right. I'm always right. And even when I'm right, I'm still right. Alright, so that's been this uh, little bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I will catch you next time for more Talks News.